This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The weekend is finally here, and Stephanie Hansen is also here hanging out with Julia on this Friday afternoon. What is in store for us today, you guys? Well, Grant, <laughs> if we tell you, it won't be fun. That's true. It's a surprise, but it's all week he's been introducing either you or Brittany as the best. Or the OG. The OG. I can be the OG. Mrs. Brittany it's, can be the best. We just decided she's tallest. What did I? What was I calling her just when we were sitting out there? You're... Um, your good friend Brittany, your something Brittany. I, I had to get past. Okay, I have friend jealousies, like probably a lot of other people do, <laughs> and I get jealous when people get new friends or better friends or replace friends. But also, I recognize, as I just said to Julia, within your life, like you have different friend groups, right? Yeah. And like you might be friends with the mommies, and then your kids age out, and those friends kind of go by the wayside, and you get different friends. So. I'm just acknowledging that Julia has more friends than just me. And Brittany is a newer friend. She is. Gogo is a newer child in our lives. She brings joy. Yeah, she's cute. Oh, she's cute. But she's no, cute. I, you know, I get that. But you do go through different ups yeah. and flows in your yep. life with friendships. It's just totally. Yeah. 100%. It's, it's the way, it's the way the world. Um, but the different, he's been, Grant has been all week. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're our favorite. No, wait a yeah. minute. You're our new, you're I'm here just today. the OG. You're here today. So today I listened to you because yesterday we're like, how about we just do if they're here? And I'm like, you know what? Yep. We're going to roll with just yep. Stephanie Hansen in studio, hanging out with Julia, Easier. having some fun. She is. No, yeah. I get to be the OG. I'm claiming my title. Right, we're going to go OG then. We're gonna I, go. I think you should. Because I, I mean, since the day, like since the very beginning, I, I was on the phone when you guys got the job. I know. You told us about I the did. job opening. So, even. if oh, wow, anything, I think I am like Vicki Gunlifson. Like I am an OG. You are totally the OG. Everyone else <laughs> totally. can be other things. Totally, totally. I'm um, Brittany can be cuter, taller, hotter, <laughs> sexier, younger, faster, whatever. All those things. Oh, oh my gosh! Come on. No, she yeah. is. She's cute. We were. You know, I know she's cute because when we were at the holiday party, mm-hmm. Kurt, my husband, he was mm-hmm. like, oh. Who's that? Who's that really tall one over there with the tights? <laughs> and it was her. I was like, oh, of course you pick course, Brittany. Of course you find her. Yeah, my girl crush. There she is. She's, probably listening she, and she laughing. Probably is, I know it. Okay, so um, we have sad news at the Como Zoo. We lost Daisy the giraffe. Oh, no. Uh, now, was her Daisy, I think, was the Hubbard Broadcasting I, giraffe. I think it was, too, because yes. I remember um, going to some zoo events with Hubbard Broadcasting, and Daisy came here um, in 2002, 
And so she had like arthritis. And can you imagine having arthritis? Oh, and and that's a lot of osteoporosis. Oh, yeah. So anyway, that was, I was sad to read that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, so Arrivederci, Daisy. I mean, the giraffes are such a funny animal. They're beautiful. They really, I, you know. They I, come I out like, they remind me. me of my Stanley the dog. Because my Stanley is um, a rescue, but he has the longest legs. And I think he's double-jointed because he sleeps in a yoga pose. And he's just all legs. So he's like a giraffe. He's like a giraffe. Yeah. Did you ever want to do, like, Ancestry and Me on Stanley? I did. I did it. Oh, for God. And he's nine things. Oh. Okay. And 20% other. Okay. So it was a little helpful, but, you know, not as helpful as I was hoping. Because I thought he was a lab. Okay, right. Oops, not really. Not even some. Some a little bit. Different things. Yep. And twenty percent other, which is like basically a million other things. And they did tell me, or someone told me, because he came back and he had a percentage of pit bull in him, and I was terrified. Absolutely. Because I was just scared of pit bulls. Yep. And someone said, basically any dog that comes from a rescue nowadays. There's a percentage because there's just the dogs are intermingled and there's dogs that come from all over. Right. Stanley came from the south. Okay. He was born in a, a shelter in Wisconsin. His mom was there and had four Wisconsin puppies. in the south? <laughs> no, it was is Oklahoma. That, is that the new south? They took the pregnant dog from Oklahoma oh, to okay. the shelter okay. and he was literally born there. Okay. And he didn't get adopted till he was almost five months old. So that's all he knew was the shelter people. Right. But he's a real cute. I know. Stanley, Stanley's got good good benefits with stuff. Um, okay. So now do you think dogs are going to be affected by daylight savings this weekend? Yes. Okay. Yes. As our children. I was going to say gonna the owners. Be, H-E double hockey sticks, because at 5 a.m., that dog's going to be staring at me. Yes. Because now he stares at me at 6, and yep. I can kind of get him to go back to bed till 7. Mm-hmm. No, now it's it going to change. It's going to be change. brutality. And yeah. he eats at 4. He's a senior hour dog, too. Oh. And he starts looking around and barking. Oh, my He'll go does. into the kitchen, sit, and bark at the sink. Because he's hungry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and he can't leave food out in the morning. You can't feed it in the morning. He's... Uh, some dogs are woofers yep. and some dogs are grazers. Yeah. Yep. He's a woofer. Mine too. Mine I've had tell grazers. Me, mine will tell me it's time to go to bed. He'll stand up. He'll sit up at the top of the steps and look at me and just go. Hurr. Yeah, it's Hurr. time. And he's like, Why it's time to go to bed. I'm like, bed. no, and it's not, not oh your decision. Oh my gosh, I love it. Well, here's, here's a couple things because it happens this Saturday night slash Sunday morning at 2 a.m. when the clocks um, are coming back an hour. We lose an hour of sleep. Here are the tips from the machine. Cut out caffeine. Okay. At least oh, six sure. hours before you go to bed. Now, well, isn't that's that, probably reasonable. Haven't we already known that one, though? <laughs> that a one's duck. a no-brainer. Cut out alcohol. It can disturb your sleep. Eat light. Don't eat before you go to bed. I mean, all these are ridiculous. This is my favorite. Make your bed a place you want to sleep in. <laughs> I want to make my bed a place I want to get out of because that's my trouble is getting out of it, not <laughs> into it. That's into true. it, but clean. How it's become you... my office. It is my dressing room. It is my reading chair bed slash like I'm eating in bed now. Ever since COVID, I have had like the worst bed habits. <laughs> I, I could just sit in bed for clean. hours. You're not alone. I, I love, love my bed. I know. And I love good sheets. Yeah. Oh, I love good sheets. And I clean them once a week. And so it's good, I. good sheet so week. So do I. It's a good sheet week. And then other than that, they say go to bed just a little bit earlier, not a lot, 15 to 30 minutes earlier on Saturday night. 
to minimize the impact. I never feel it this way. I feel it the other way. I Bringing feel like forward is fine. It's the falling back. It's the that's falling back difficult. because I feel like that whole late October, early November, we just are so lethargic and we lose so much light. Yes. And you know what? These people that want to like ban daylight savings, they don't live in Minnesota. They don't. I want to stay forever. Hooray. Yes. We, we want more light yeah. at, in the time when we can do things. No, we need it. Not when we're in Mm-mm. the morning sitting at the bus stop Mm-mm. or trying to get to the gym those things will come. We can adjust. We need we the light want in the later yeah. in the summer, later pickleball hours, agreed. later picnics. Agreed, agreed. Stop agreed. lobbying on our behalf. Get off our side. There you go. When we come back, um, there's a new position called a red carpet consultant. And um, we'll be discussing that. This is Lori and Julie on My Talk. We'll be right back with stories we can't get enough of. Hey, everybody. It's Friday night. What are you doing this weekend? Uh, I've got ideas, and they include the Chanhassen Dinner Theater, where we love to go for dinner. We like to have cocktails. We love to see fabulous shows. On the main stage, it's the hit musical, The Prom. We saw it. We loved it. Um, It is so much fun. Toddy, the lead, um, is just amazing, and it's funny, and it's, it's poignant, and it's sweet. The music is beyond. It's some of the best music I've heard in so long. And it'll just bring you joy. So go check that out. You only have till the beginning of June to see it. They've got great tribute concerts. Van Morrison's coming up. Patsy Cline. Journey Sticks and Foreigner are all combined together in the expedition. And then also for laughs, Stevie Ray Comedy. It's every Friday and every Saturday night. It's happening. Visit ChanhassenDT.com or go Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Always entertaining you. Oscars, Oscars, Oscars. We're on the countdown. It starts Sunday. Probably the red carpet starts Sunday at 2 or 1. But it's going to be happening Sunday night. And this is a new position because you may have heard the rumblings about the new red red is champagne. Um, But the red carpet this year is a champagne color carpet. And so what happened is the Oscar committee hired... Uh, a veteran Met Gala creative person, director called Raul Aliva. Easy for me to say, and I probably pronounced <laughs> it wrong, and it's probably Rally Olive. Um, but anyway, they joined the cat, the um, Oscars to be the red carpet creative consultant. And they were charged with reimagining, there's another person, I'm not going to tell you their name, um, charged with reimagining the Oscars, the red carpet aesthetic and guest experience. So they decided to get rid of the red carpet um, because they're trying to figure out how to seamlessly transition from daytime to nighttime. So what happens is when we would go do the SAG Awards, those shows out there start at five in the afternoon. Right. To get on primetime in the Midwest and the East Coast. Got it. And so everyone, you know, we'd show up at noon. You know, it's the longest day day in the world and the weather changes. It's sunny. Then you don't need your sunglasses at night, that sort of thing. And they just said that the, they want to have an elegant setting, but it is really been hard with the deep red carpet. They need the event to turn day to night. And, um, the process of finding the right color carpet, here's what they had to go through. Um, and this is the first time since I believe 1961. So this is the, to get the new champagne to colored get the new, carpet to try a new carpet. So they first had to come up with a tent cause it's all tented. 
in case of rain or something. So when they walk on the red slash champagne carpet, champagne, what are we going to call it? Oh. I don't feel good about a champagne carpet. I don't, I don't either. Champagne? Rampage. Rampage? Red, <laughs> the red, rampage red, carpet. There you go. Red, red. Um, they come up with a tent and decide what color the tent's going to be. Usually they were white, but to block the light, it has to be a darker color because it's the afternoon and where this is. And then it's um, a sienna or saffron colored sienna, the tent is. Okay. And then, um, which connotes the, cellar, the color of sunsets. And then they've said from the sandy beaches and everything, you have a glass of champagne in your hand and the colors work together. The beach setting, the sunset setting and champagne. Hmm. Really? Does that do anything for you or move you? It did nothing I mean, I, for me. I might like it when I see it. Yeah, we'll see. It, it makes, because I've seen green carpets, I've seen white carpets. Um, red is just something we're so used to mm-hmm. that I don't know. I don't what, know that I'd mess with that just for that reason it. right there. But they're wanting to have a new experience. We'll have the experience, but the red carpet's the red carpet. I think what they're trying to do is make it classier this year. They want to take it back to the old nostalgic Academy Awards because here's what they made clear to all the media that's working there. This is a, a black tie event. You, um, It's a black tie experience, and it's for everyone, including you, the media, and PR people that are walking the celebrities down while you tell everyone that they can't talk to them. Yep. Except for three people. So don't so wear your frumpy tennis shoes. Don't wear your tennis shoes, wear black shoes, but don't, you know, don't wear brown, you know, wear black. And so it's one of the most glamorous events in the world, and everybody should be part of the story. So everybody on the carpet, guest, presenter, nominee, host, you need to be Because you do dressed. see... The handlers and they've got their lanyards yeah. and they've got their tennis shoes yeah. on and, and their, their functional dresses. Yeah. Yeah. They want them to step it up a little bit. Well, and then you won't be able to tell, which is probably good because when you're watching on TV, you can see who the handlers are and who the stars are 100%. and who the people are that are the journalists. It should, if they wanted to appear seamless, if everybody's dressed up, you wouldn't really know. Right. Take your credentials, put yeah. them on the side, do something different with or them. Or don't credential people. If you're in there, are you in there or no, are you not? No, because once you get in, that's not enough, Stephanie. Because you, as a credential person who's done this, you get credentials for certain rooms. Okay. So once you go into the building, you might just have the media room credential. Or you might have the media room and the photography room credential. Or you might have access to the gala or the post party. Can't mean, we get all that on our phone? I suppose. I, I, I don't but know. They don't want you to have phones because they never wanted you to take pictures before. True. So it's it's kind of different. But they went through five different shades of champagne. So we'll see how we feel about it and critique this on Monday. Allison Kaplan's doing the show with me on Monday. Oh, that'll be good. I think so. Cause yeah, she, you know, she'll she's, have lots of opinions have about lots the dresses. Of opinions to say and everything. So this morning at Good Morning America. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that i bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to uap on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You going to tweet? Because I always do appreciate the at Lori Julia, Julia tweets. I appreciate Ali Shop's tweets. I'll tweet some at Stephanie's Dish. Lori it's hard for tweeting. me not to tweet the mean ones, and I'm trying to be a little better. Why? Well, when sometimes people just look like, oh my gosh, how did you get out of the house wearing that? I know, but that's part of the... Okay, so we I mean, can tweet mean. mean. Right. It's just like um, thoughts. <laughs> it's not... What, it's is like the, what is it that we're supposed to be doing today? Wait. Positive... Positivity. Uh, we're supposed to hashtag, hashtag positive... Oh, I can't. Positive posts. Yeah, that's not positive posting. All right. You then. Okay. Thank you for reminding me. But Lori does all of that. Okay. And even though she's in Hawaii on vacation, she's still going to do it. Absolutely. She's still going to do it. Um, So the Oscar producers are sharing some of the behind the scenes secrets. So this is just a quick audio. Okay. Ricky Kirshner and Glenn Weiss know a thing or two about live TV. Kirshner did Prince's Super Bowl halftime show. There's a mistake. Weiss was Oscar's Cool Under Fire director during a Best Picture snafu. This is not a joke. Moonlight has won Best Picture. And the slap. Amid their underwrapped surprises, they say keeping the excitement high inside the Dolby will be a big key. Helping that, the comedic approach of host Jimmy Kimmel. What we want to do is have a fun and funny show, but not at anybody's expense. Jimmy has been great about that. I knew I would screw this show up. I really did. What makes a great Oscar moment, Ricky? Well, a lot of times it's a great speech. Kirshner knows. He produced the Tonys the night Hamilton won it all, just hours after a mass shooting at a gay club in Orlando. And love is 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 love cannot be killed or swept aside. We didn't write love is love is love is love for Lin-Manuel Miranda. That became the moment. From not to not to to lift me up, anticipation's been building for performances of the nominated songs. Like this is the life. A lot of it will evoke the movie. That's kind of what we do in live TV. Glenn Weiss. Weiss once did something else on live TV. At the 2018 Emmys, he proposed. You wonder why I don't like to call you my girlfriend? Because I want to call you my wife. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. That's so sweet. Will you marry me? Have you seen anything like that this year? <laughs> no, because I'm married. But while there's nothing like a happy ending, these two know the Oscars needs a great beginning. They think they've got one. You will see what we think is one of the best openings of an Oscar show. Oh, I, I wish them luck. I know. I it's really, going to be fun. I'm watching. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's good, great to be back I, to the movies. I think so, too. I think it's really going to be fun. Um, we're going to have, um, if Kate Blanchett doesn't win... For Tar, for Best Actress, every category will have a first-time um, nominee. nominee That's cool. Is that oh, kind of fun? Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, yeah Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, everyone. Tar was a bore. Oh, I couldn't even. Couldn't even. All right, everybody. It's spring break time. It's travel time. MSP Airport is here to help you make your trip the most pleasurable trip ever by starting getting to the airport early and enjoying yourself before you go. They have over 125 shopping and dining options at our airport. We just won the award for best airport again, and it's for good reason. For example, you could go to the Blue Door Pub. Um, Great 
great Juicy Blue burgers there, good burgers. They've got the Food Truck Alley, which has Holy Land, Food Red Cow and Sebastian Joe's Ice Cream. You can go to the Stone Arch, which is a new partnership with Minnesota Craft Brewers Guild, where you can get brews from all around the Twin Cities in one spot. Or grab a glass of wine and a crostini at Vino Volo on Concourse C. Um, There's so much to do at the airport. We just say get there early, enjoy yourself before you go, but always go to MSPAirport.com for all the latest information. All right, here we go. It is time for the weekly dish on Friday or not. Or we oh, could kind of. All right, let's do it. Okay. You just tasted the raspberry rallies. Oh, I did. I did. And that is one of the new Girl Scout cookies. Mm-hmm. We taste um, tested him here a couple days ago. I love the Girl Scouts. So do I. I was a Girl Scout. <laughs> I sold go. cookies and I believe in the mission immensely. But favorite. I'm sorry to say that for me, the Girl Scout cookie raspberry razzle is a one out of five. Okay, but here's where it would be good. If you're like me and you love ice cream, you freeze the raspberry rally and then you crumple it on top of vanilla ice cream. I don't even think I can go with you there. <laughs> I'm just going to say. I did it the other day. And I'm going to say, but it was in Jerry's Garcia and it worked. Okay. But I just like frozen things. Yeah, and crunchy, maybe. Yep, that's like, my thing. That's good. Um, I just really felt poorly about the execution of that cookie. However, uh, the lemonades are oh, fantastic. yummy. Yep. I thought the Adventure Fulls, which are fairly more new, are okay. A peanut butter sandwich cookie, if they ever get rid of those, I'm going to have to literally like lay down and just, because I can eat a sleeve of those in a minute. So yeah, so that's my feels about the Girl Scout cookies. Um, Do you know what today is, Julia? National um, Lay Down Your Head. (laughs) I don't know. What is it? Lay Down Your Head. Fish Fry Friday. Oh, well, duh. All right, where are we going to eat? Fish fry fry. Where are we going to eat? So I'm just going to give you a quick... Now, these are not the definitive, like... These are ones I like. There's uh, good ones all around, yeah, right? Yeah. So, I really love the food at a place that's kind of a dive bar that was taken over by two great people called Brunson's Pub on Payne Avenue in St. Paul. It's I love that place. It is I love that such place. good, tasty bar food, like yeah. gastro-pubby. It's, and they're... Fish fry is real good. And their little outdoor patio in the summer is to die for. It's real sweet. I love that. It's a cool bar. It's owned by a couple, Molly and Tom. Molly was the bar manager at Shamrock. She's an accountant, and she does this in her spare time with him. They're real sweet. And it's a great, just fun bar. And they have good food there. Yeah, they do. It's Brunson's Pub. Um, If you're like the OG is the Tavern on Grand in St. Paul, Mm -hmm. because they're doing walleye every day, you can get a dinner, you can get it blackened. They've got the jalapeno tartar sauce there, which I prefer. Yum. And that's a good one. Also, if you like, like South Minneapolis, kind of towards Minnehaha is Bull's Horn, and they've got a good fish fry. But also while you're there, you can get a bucket of dill pickle chicken. Do you know about <gasps> dill pickle chicken? But no, but I'm dying right now. Yes, oh, good. That sounds amazing. It's like We're- the KFC bucket. You get eight pieces, oh. and they marinate their chicken before they fry it in dill pickle juice. Oh. So it has like a dilly flavor. <laughs> it kind of breaks down the meat, so it's super tender. That's at Bullshorn. Oh, 
Oh my God. <laughs> Grant, am I just gonna? That's no. like my two favorite worlds <laughs> no, right there. Dill pickles and. But you tried the thing on Jason's show yesterday. Oh, okay. We're, that's okay. in our randoms. Sorry. All right, sorry. Don't go ahead. Okay. Don't move ahead. <laughs> okay, if you're a suburban person, and a lot of you are, Bloomington, Burnsville, Mendota, Plymouth, Roseville, Lucky Thirteens. Love. They love have a good fish sandwich, and it's kind of like the fillet of fish you always wanted McDonald's to have, yeah. with the actual like patty that is maybe an inch high yep. the actual cheese that is kind of american cheese but it is melted on your patty right. not just slapped on there and then the crispy cool iceberg shreds with the good buttered bun so you're gonna get that at lucky 13 you're gonna I'm get just a good fish, fish yeah fillet of fish but it's like that but it's a it's like a good one that was my dad's last meal the fillet of fish i we went to mcdonald's oh oh and i dropped him off and he didn't want me to walk him in and he had a fillet of fish and a chocolate milk from McDonald's. Oh, see? Um, I mean, but I What a love, memory. I love the filet fish. My mom loves the filet fish. They want french fries that day. Oh, oh, that's sweet. I can just see him waving to me at yeah. the door. Oh, oh I know. So this is how awesome. grief happens. It just sneaks up on you all of a Jeez, sudden. Jeez, that filet, just the, with the lettuce and the mayo. Yes, you know, the crispy yummy, lettuce. Yummy, yummy. That okay. so good. If you are a gluten-free person, yeah, but you still <laughs> want fish fry, because, yeah, you know, you gluten-free can. people want fish fry, Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Randy's Pizzeria in Oakdale. Randy's also has the four by four foot pizza. Four foot by four foot. Okay. It's so gigantic, but it's awesome. It feeds like a huge crowd. So if you're planning for like graduation party and you're just like, you don't want to do the food trucks, you don't want to do the food, just order a bunch of Randy's four foot by four foot okay. pizzas. They also make the giant heart ones because they sent they do, them to for Valentine's several Day. Yep. years. Randy's in Oakdale. They have good pizza. I love that. Okay. If and you're, they have fish sandwiches there. Yeah, they do. All right. Uh, gluten-free. Fish oh, fry. I love that. On Fridays. If you are someone who you really loved, like I loved the red cow fish fry, and then they stopped doing it, yes. and I was lamenting it for the rest of my life, yes. it's back for Fridays. So you can have red cow Edina, St. Paul, Minneapolis, or Uptown to get the fish fry. And a like super OG fish fry that people really love is in Mounds Park. It's OBS. Have you been to OBS? Yes. Okay. It's a sports bar and a grill and you get it with, it's all you can eat if you want. And it comes with soup and salad, baked potato, fries, coleslaw, the whole nine yards. And they have old gratins there, Julia. Oh, I know. It's just kind of a good dive bar. Yeah. Just fun. You can play the tabs. Yep. Um, if you're in a car or you've got teenage children and they need a fourth meal and you're driving them home from school, make sure you swing by Max Fish and Chips, Southwest Minneapolis or Larpenter in St. Paul. It comes in a paper bag that gets like the grease spots on it because the fish is just fried right there for you. Oh, you can man. get halibut, cod, shrimp or clam strips, which I think a good clam strip is very underrated. And you can get fries or curds. And you can take it out or eat it in, but it's super flaky and it has the big chunks of salt on it. Yum. And the bag is like piping hot when you Yum. open it. This is the fish fry that I never even get into the house because I just eat it in the car on the way home because it's literally sure, in that in greasy bag. hot yep, paper yep. bag. And then you get saltwater taffy too, like <laughs> which they make, which is delicious. Say the name of this place again. Max Fish and Chips so, uh, on Larpenter on the corner. Or in southwest Minneapolis, over by the Kowalskis at, like, I want to say 54th and Lindale. Wouldn't I think you just love it if you could just go to an Arthur Treacher's Fish and Chips Yes, I used day. to, yes. I, there Julia, was one at Snelling and St. Clair and the vinegar that you would just shake on everything. So delicious. Oh, love okay, it. here's one more. Okay. And this one, these ladies just really give me all the feels. 
Two women who started a brewery, first women-owned brewery in St. Paul. It's called Urban Growler. Yes. And they have a really awesome fish fry that they do every night, every Friday night, all throughout the year. So if you don't make it, you can go another Friday night. Sometimes they have perch, but this year they're doing walleye. You get two big fillets, and then you can choose from your side from coleslaw, or you can have French fries. You get coleslaw and tartar sauce, but you can choose tots or fries. Get the tots. Okay. Tots are just the tot, they're tot delicious. And you get pumpernickel rye bread, like oh. a little buttery slab of bread with a little butter square. Oh. Um, so, yeah. So, fish fry, I think that's what you want to do. Now, if I tell you where or when was the last time you had a watermelon pickle? Oh, my gosh. My mom used to make them. I have no idea. I'm going to dinner somewhere tonight that they are known for their watermelon pickle. So it's pickle. a supper club. You're going to a yes. supper club. I know. I can see the three metal dishes. It's <laughs> the, in one the of the Lazy meta- Susan. Yes, the Lazy. I love a supper Spinning club. Spinning around the Lazy yes. Susan. I'm actually, I just bring this up because I haven't been for a while and it's a great spot. I'm going to Lindy's tonight. Oh. And Lindy's is in Arden Hills and their menu is very spare. Like, it's a great place. Yeah, though. it's basically just a giant slab of meat, and then you get your side of potato and your garlic bread. But a friend of ours is uh, here from Las Vegas, and they have all these weird places in Vegas. So I was like, what would be kind of weird and Minnesotan and fun? I love that. So we're you going to that. Lindy's. Yeah, you know what? As another great supper club, it's a little bit of a drive, but it's called Viderholtz. W e i d e r h o l t z, and someone in the family was a rodeo athlete okay because there's the big like rodeo trophies and the Mm -hmm. big rodeo belt buckles Mm -hmm. throughout the whole building but also again really good supper club they have the pink squirrels the grasshoppers the brandy alexander the fun after dinner drinks with the filberts yes and then next friday (laughs) i'm going to creekside which is over in nicomas which is also a supper club yes that's kind of a re-envisioned supper club that is newer, but it's meant to be older, and it really does fulfill on that promise. They've got popovers and the oh. and potatoes. I'm down to supper clubs because my husband's allergies, like he can only really eat like hamburgers meat, and meat. meat. Potato. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, where can we go on I a Friday that, night though. that Kirk can eat? No, that's so great. Yeah. So oh. that's what we're that's okay. what we're doing. Grant, are we serving? This is always uh, every, this is torturous. Yes, and right. usually it's at four thirty. This is only three forty. No, I know. And then we've got two and a, two hours no, and twenty minutes left. I've and got, wait till we get to the randoms because I've got a good food tech there. <laughs> I've got some good food cookies in here. Some grocery cookies. All right, thank you. Those are yeah, yeah. I oh, yeah. made a list. I mean, okay, I'm good. so excited good, good. about those. You guys know you can always tweet me at Stephanie's Dish. You can go on my website at stephaniesdish.com. You can find us on Weekly Dish on the weekend, Saturday from 9 to 11. Stephanie, I'll be here tomorrow. Yes, you will. We are your personal concierge. You really are. And the shop girls are out and about tomorrow. They're at the Galleria for their show. Okay, so when we come back, um, it looks to me like there is a charming new movie that just came out today that everyone needs to know about. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Lori and Julia here for Ann Tressler and her team at Tressler Law. We've asked Ann to provide us with some tips for people who are going through divorce. One of her tips is to do your homework. Ann, what do you mean by that? When you're going through a divorce proceeding, I tell my clients to remember that knowledge is power. Start by gaining all the basic understanding of your financial situation. Everything from your bank accounts, your retirement accounts, your investment accounts. If you own businesses, start gathering that information. The more information you can relay to your attorney, the better. This is the one thing you can do to prepare for this process. Also do your homework when you're 
hiring your attorney, find someone who is a knowledgeable resource and focuses solely on family law. Make sure you trust and like your attorney. They will be the one guiding you through this process and you want to be able to work well together. And this is why you guys offer the free divorce one-hour consultation. The more we can educate you and help you understand the process, the more you're going to feel control, the more you're going to feel empowered. And when it comes to knowing your attorney, this way you're going to get to know us. To learn more or schedule your free one-hour divorce consultation, visit TrustlerLaw.com or MyTalk keyword divorce. Thanks, everybody, for your emails and your tweets. It really helps us. But um, we were talking about dogs and daylight savings times and that your dog has a little pit bull in uh, Little tiny bit. Little tiny bit. So we got a note from Margaret. And the subject is Victorian nanny dogs. And she said, pit bulls used to be considered the best dogs with babies. If you look up Victorian nanny dog images, you'll see a pictures of big pitties with spiked collars and their babies. It's mostly bad owners, not bad dogs that give them the bad name. And I've always heard that about pit bulls. Well, and there's bad dogs, all kinds of bad Absolutely. dogs and good dogs. And when you have a attacked. rescue, yeah. you know, you don't, I've always had rescues. And sometimes what you, what you learn about rescues is you don't know where they've been. You don't know who they are. And sometimes the rescues don't work out, but you try. And I will say um, my last dog was a rescue who for 18 years was amazing. And Stanley is amazing, too. He's needier than other dogs I've had. He needs a lot of touching. Like he just wants to touch me all the time. Lean on me. Get on me. Put a paw on me. I'm just like, okay. And if he's touching me, he's fine. Yeah. He's quiet. He's, has, he just has he a just little attachment needs, thing. I didn't even have a husband that needed to touch me that much. <laughs> say, does he have separation anxiety? <laughs> I, all from that? I, do. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I just know yeah. he that, really enjoys my company. You? I yeah. love it. Well, yeah. All right. So we got another note from Sarah and she says it will be dark longer in the morning. Yes. But the dogs will be good. She says, no worries. <laughs> don't worry about your dogs. <laughs> I'm just excited <laughs> no, I, that I we're going to have 637 o'clock sun. Oh, That's yeah. all I care about. But, but yeah. don't not to worry. All right. Yeah. So here is Woody Harrelson. I saw him on the Today Show this morning, and I had no idea what's going on. Yeah, because he did a rambling thing on Saturday Night Live a couple weeks ago that was not super well received. New. Okay. So here is what he's doing though. Okay. He has a new movie called Champions, and he stars in this hilarious, heartwarming story of a former minor league baseball coach. Excuse me, basketball coach who, after a series of missteps is ordered by the court to manage a team of players with intellectual disabilities. He soon realizes that despite its doubts, together this team can go further than they ever imagined, and they're trying to make it to the finals of the Special Olympics. Great. So here's Sounds just a, cute. It, it, here's just a little bit about he was sitting with the cast, and they were talking about how good it feels to create awareness. Um, this No, this first one is how much fun they've had being oh, together. Okay, the next fine. clip will be the awareness okay. one. So this is him sitting down with the cast and them talking about how exciting it was to be a part of such a fun experience making this movie. On screen are just that off screen. Alex, how are you doing? And they're clearly thrilled to reunite with their coach and co-star Woody. Come on, Matt. Give me a hug. But what was their favorite part about doing this? My favorite part was just being on set with Woody, he is such a talented guy, and it was so much fun working with him. So. We had a good time, didn't we? Oh, yeah, we did. I felt like it was a, one, one of the best summer camps I've ever been to. Give me a hug, coach! 
you get a lot of scripts. You are at a place in your career you can pick and choose. What made you want to do this movie? Yeah, I watched the Spanish movie. This is a remake. I watched that. I said, oh, I'm in. It's such a beautiful story. So funny, so brilliant. And then once I met all these guys, the first day, I said, oh, we're, we're going to be in good shape. And speaking of good shape, how's Woody's basketball? Is he still playing pretty well? Yeah, he's still good. I always knew he was a good ball player, especially when I saw him in that movie, um, White Man Can't Jump. <laughs> the studio auditioned thousands for the team, looking to hire disabled actors, carefully selecting members of the Friends. Right away, I called my dad and I said, Dad, you would not believe this. I'm in a movie with Woody. He also freaked out when I told him. I was shocked. I started doing a little dance. I was like, I gotta ruin a Hollywood movie! I just think your favorite scene was the karaoke Yeah, I think... That's funny. No, and I looked it up. So it came out today, and on Rotten Tomatoes, you know, the critics, 55, but audience, over 80%. Love it. So I just love these type yeah, of Yeah, you feel. love feel-good movies. I You're love, a Hallmark Channel gal. I love a feel-good movie, and it looks like it's fun. And it's um, the Farley Brothers, one of the Farley Brothers. It's his directorial debut. Nice. Um, Bob Farley. So it's PG-13, and um, it just looked like fun. And Julia, I thought, do you remember, if I say this person, I think you're going to know. Do you know who Mike Krzyzewski is? Yes. Okay. He was the coach. Duke, yeah. the coach of the Duke Blue Devils, yes. I think, mm-hmm. at the NCA like championships, the and they would win championships all the time. All the time. Yep. And I know nothing about sports, but yep. I know that guy because we'd yep. have like a, a pool, and I'd I'd pick Duke. He was in like some commercial recently, and I'm like looking at it, and I'm like, oh my word, he looks the exact same. Like, he has not aged. Right. His hair is maybe a tiny grayer, but literally, as he did, like, 30 years ago, Isn't that amazing? he looks the exact same. It was so crazy. I said to my husband, I was like, is that that basketball coach mm-hmm. from Duke? It was just crazy. Isn't that funny? All how- this time later that he's, like, same out. Like you he'd look lock- the exact same as when I met you. You think so? Oh, Totally. Okay. And I met you in 1988. I feel like you look <laughs> <laughs> We were just looking at a picture of you and Julie, or you and Lori, yeah. when you started on the show, which would have been, what, like 20 years ago? 2002. Yeah. Almost 21. And mm-hmm. you looked like children. Well, yeah. You were babies. We we were babies. So basically, you're saying I've aged. No. <laughs> no. Let's speak. No, I'm, I'm You are you wearing a turtleneck sweater, though, that would have been solid Stephanie Hansen wear in 1986. I, wear. I know, but it's the ribbed kind. Ribs are oh, coming yeah. back. Oh, I, but this is what I've had for years. See? <laughs> so maybe it was even, from the 80s. I don't even, I never care. Ribs. I, you know, I don't care. I can't wear that. ribs anymore because I have a stomach. Well, I'm p- pretending I don't. I wear a vest <laughs> over it. Other movies that came out this weekend <laughs> Scream 6. Anybody? Okay, Bueller? can I just say I want Hayden Panettiere to be okay. She's a complicated individual, well, and this is she's back. She was I know. At the funeral. Um, she just had a breast reduction. Yep. She sounds like she's doing way better. Yeah, she. Um, we watched her in some interviews. Definitely, this this young woman has been through a lot. She has. She gave her husband the baby, uh, the baby, her baby to she take had back to depression so bad. And he's Ukrainian. Yeah, I know, and the baby's over there. Yeah, in Ukraine. Mhm. I I agree with you. I want her to be okay too. I seem like it. Yeah, absolutely. And I spe- want a Nashville reboot. 
Oh, that's okay. Sorry, Grant. This we all watched the TV show Nashville with her, and she in real life on that show had postpartum depression. Yes, and I never experienced that. But how crippling, how awful, and then to have it be happening in a real life. Yeah, it sounded kind of not great. Oh, it just was. That sounded like a hot, hot. Hot mess. Yeah. All right, Grant, what were you saying about Scream? Uh, it made $5.7 million in its preview last night's okay. premiere, which was good. And they're projecting 35 to $40 million this weekend, which is one of the biggest openings for they project, you know, for the, for sure. the franchise. So big. And Jenna Ortega is coming back because she was in the last one. So not only we've got Hayden coming back and rejuvenating her career, we've got the hot, you know, Jenna Ortega coming yeah. back. And this one takes place in New York. So we'll see how uh, it's a whole kind of different. Have you guys ever seen, I've never seen one Scream movie, but I have probably four Scream masks in my Hollywood (laughs) Everybody does. Everybody does. Never seen one. Oh, I love them. Do you really? Well, the first one one. came out when I was like in seventh or eighth grade, and it was huge. So I've kind of followed this one along reluctantly, like some of them are really bad. But, you know, I'm going to see this one. I will. And I love Nev Campbell, Party of Five. And that could be the sneaky part about this one, because technically she did not. Everybody's saying she did not sign on for this one because they offered her very little money. It was an insult. Uh And this is her franchise, so she stepped away. But we're hoping that that wasn't true and she's going to have some sort of cameo. That's what the fans are kind of speculating. I hope. Oh, gosh. Well, in tomorrow night, Jenna Ortega is hosting Saturday Night Live. Oh, Along with the band, The 1975. Which is a good band. I know. But every time Lori plays music by him, I'm like, who are they? <laughs> Me too. I have no idea. <laughs> we are in I have no idea. Thank We've you. got new music today, um, and Rocco's going to be coming later, but they always play it. I'm like, who are they? I don't even know. <laughs> Me too. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't even know. And 65 came out today, too. That's with Adam Driver. Yeah, that looks kind of interesting. Oh, I love Adam Driver. Okay, my kid. What I is was, he about? What's 65 here's about? Here's what it's about. It's a sci-fi thriller. Go to Rotten Tomatoes, Grant, and just yep. see. Yep. Uh, he plays an astronaut who crash lands on a planet that turns out to be Earth 65 million years ago. Yeah. During a certain period, um, there's only one survivor, a young girl played by Ariana Greenbalt. Um, she's from Avengers. Yeah, and they yeah. um, have to survive dinosaurs and other prehistoric beasts while figuring out how to return home. I don't think it got the best rating. It did not. My kid, I was talking to one of them today, and I said, well, should we go see a movie? Do you want to see Creed 3? Mom, I haven't seen Creed 2. And oh, I'm like, I haven't, see, I haven't seen Creed 1. Oh. And so he says, what about 65? And I said, what's that about? And he goes, looks, well, we're doing it. And he goes, nope, we can't go to that either. And I'm like, okay. It's well. a strange movie that I'm surprised Adam Driver did. Because it doesn't seem like it's really in his wheelhouse. Right. Because he's always in these like super dramatic roles. But maybe but that's Star why he did War, but, it. No, Just... but Star Wars was, he was a very oh, yeah. big villain that fought. I think it's it's fitting, but I think this is a money grab. Because this movie's 30% critics, 59% audience. This might have been just a quick money grab all for right, him. All that's right, all right. He has a new, I think he has a new baby. He does. Oh, well, yeah. He had a second well, child. Yeah. you know the second one's more expensive than the first. <laughs> 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 all right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia on my time.